There is no name like the name of our God because there is no one like our God. The many divine names used in Scripture reveal His perfect nature. Let's open the Word of God today with Scott Pauling and learn more about the name. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. This is not just the first verse of Scripture. This is not just a statement of fact. This is not just how the creation week begins. This is actually God's first revelation of Himself. You know, the Bible really is just God's self-revelation. It's not God telling us uh, simply facts about things. It is God telling us truth about Himself. And we believe, of course, that the Bible is a progressive revelation. We move from Genesis all the way through to the revelation of Jesus Christ. Uh, we move from the known to the unknown. We move from where God begins with us uh, to where God says, Amen. And so, Genesis 1-1 is a pivotal verse in every way. Now, typically when we go there, we talk about what God did. But today, I take you to Genesis 1-1 to talk to you about who God is. Over the next several weeks, we're going to study the names of God. Now, let me tell you right up front, we can't be exhaustive of this because uh, that study in and of itself would take forever just to study all the occasions where you find God's name and all the implications of it through Scripture. Uh, but I would like to show you some of the great self-revelations that God gives us about Himself through His names. The names of the Father, the names of the Son, the names of the Spirit, the name of our great triune God. And I believe it most appropriate to begin where God begins. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. There is the first mention of the name of God in Scripture. Now the name here for God is the Hebrew name Elohim. Uh, this is God's proper name. Shakespeare famously asked, what's in a name? Uh, can I tell you that in the name of God, much is in the name? Uh, I don't know about you when you chose the names of your children. We chose the names of our children. This sounds terribly shallow, but primarily because of how they sounded. <laughs> That's how most people choose names. And occasionally, uh, we name people for someone else that we admire. But may I say to you, with God, names matter. Names actually mean something. You remember that God named Adam, and then God assigned Adam his first task of naming the animals. Uh, who named God? No one. Uh, no, no one named God. No one created God. Uh, God has always been, and God reveals himself by his names. Throughout the Word of God, there are occasions where God even changed men's names. For example, Abram to Abraham or Jacob to Israel. Uh, and every time God changes a person's name, it was always very significant because it revealed something about that person's character. Now, that ought to tell you something. When God gives us His name, His name reveals His nature. I wish you'd write that down somewhere because that's the key to understanding our study for the next several weeks. When we talk about the name, the name above every name, there is no name like our God. Why is that? 
because every one of God's names in Scripture reveals something to us about His nature. Now, the old writer George MacDonald said, The name of the Lord God should be a precious jewel in the cabinet of our heart to be taken out only at great times and with loving care. May I say to you, we should care for the name of God. We should take diligent uh, attention to the, how we use the name of God. Uh, that's why God says that we are not to take the Lord's name in vain or to use it in an empty way, a light or flippant way. I fear that even believers today have lost some of the reverence that it is connected in Scripture to God's name. Did you know that the old Jews would not even speak His name aloud? Did you know that when the scribes wrote His name, that they would bathe themselves and they would get a new pen to write the name of Yahweh, to write the name of the covenant God of Israel. They held it in such high esteem. Well, friend, if God exalts His name and those godly people reverenced His name, then I say to you, God's people today should do the same. This is more than mere identification or designation. This is revelation. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. So, from this first mention of His name, God, Elohim, what do we learn? Well, let me give you two or three thoughts today. First of all, we learn something in this verse about His person. The very fact that He's stated by name. Now, there's no explanation of where He came from. There's no statement uh, to try to explain where He's been in the past. He just is. Now, this tells us something about God's very nature. He is the eternal God. He is the self-existent one. No one produced God. In fact, God Himself is the beginning of every good thing God has always been. Not only do we learn something here about His existence related to His person, but also about the Trinity. Did you know that the name that is used here, Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God, in the Hebrew language was what is called a uniplural noun. Now get that, uni, one, plural, uh, three or more. This was a noun that was used in the Hebrew language when three or more were considered. Now we believe that our God is the great three in one. He is not three gods. He is one God expressed in three persons, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And we'll see that revealed through His names all through the Old and New Testament. But this is beautiful to me. In Genesis 1-1, it is a uniplural noun used. The name here, Elohim, means three in one. So from the beginning, we see our triune God. Now, the Son of God did not begin at Bethlehem, and the Holy Spirit of God did not begin at Pentecost. Oh no, my friend, the Lord Jesus was there in Genesis 1. If you don't believe me, read Colossians chapter 1. By Him were all things created. And the Holy Spirit was present in Genesis chapter 1. In fact, just a couple verses later, the Spirit of God moves upon the face of the waters. And so we learn something from this name, God, about His person. Secondly, we learn something about His power. In the beginning, God created. Don't miss this. The first time God is spoken by name, He is connected to His creative act. The very first thing we learn about our great God is He is all-powerful. So I don't care what you're dealing with today or what you're concerned about today, I want you to know that our God, the God of the Bible, the God of creation, 
is powerful enough to take care of whatever it is you're dealing with today. In fact, when you read the next verse in Genesis 1, the earth is without form, it is void, and there is darkness. That sounds a lot like our world, doesn't it? Chaos, emptiness, and darkness. And yet it is in the middle of that that God just simply says light, and there is light, and it is very good. So from his name, we learn something about his person. He's always been, and he is the triune God. We learn something about his power. He is able to create everything out of nothing. But then we also learn something about his perfection. Because everything God does in Genesis 1, no, no, everything God does in Genesis, no, everything God does in the Old Testament and the New and for all time and eternity is perfect. His name is perfect because He is perfect. And over the coming weeks as we study the name, it is my deepest prayer that you will come not just to know more about Him, but to love Him more and more. There is no name like the name of our God. We were told in Acts 4 verse 12, Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you can place your faith in Him now. And God promises, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We encourage you to listen to all of our studies in this series and find other helpful tools on our website. If you would like to support this Bible teaching ministry, you may do so at enjoyingthejourney.org. Thank you for helping us reach others with the gospel.